This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back Nancy Guthrie. Nancy teaches the Bible at her home church in Franklin, Tennessee, as well as at conferences around the world. She's the author of many books, including the Seeing Jesus in the Old Testament series. She's also written a book entitled Even Better Than Eden. It's a biblical theology which helps you understand how the Bible's story changes everything about your story. I recommend it. Nancy is also the host of her own podcast called Help Me Teach the Bible. Nancy, thanks so much for being back with us today on the podcast. Hey, Champ. Glad to be with you to talk about the Bible. I am thrilled. What verse do you have for us today? Well, I want to talk about 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And it says, and Jesus said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So Nancy, could you paraphrase this verse for us? So if we're trying to get our heads around what it's saying, what is it saying? Well, I think we have to understand who's saying it to who and what the situation is. A couple of verses before this, we read that Paul says that a thorn has been given to him in his flesh. Now, he's using thorn to represent some kind of pain, and we don't really know what that pain is or was, but there's something difficult in his life, whether it's physical or people around him who are bothering him or whatever. And he actually knows God is at work in this storm because he says it was given to me by God to keep me from becoming conceited Hmm. because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations. Paul, get this, champ, Paul had been given a personal guided tour of heaven. It, (laughs) It had happened 14 years before this. But he had never talked about it. Uh, he didn't build his ministry on it. But he recognized that it that could possibly cause his head to fill with spiritual pride. Hmm. That he could use this spiritual experience to make himself look good instead of make God look glorious. Right. And so he realized that God had brought this pain, whatever it was, into his life to keep him from being filled with spiritual pride. So he says, a thorn was given me in the flesh. And even though he knows God is doing something good in his life with this pain, we read in verse eight, that he says three times, I begged him to take it away. And I have to tell you, I kind of appreciate that because yeah, totally. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I know that God's doing something good in my life, but yet if it hurts, if it's hard, I, I want, it's like, I don't want to be that spiritually mature. I'd rather you right. just Is take it away. Way? Right. Exactly. And so then he hears God speak to him. And I'm thinking, champ, that what he really wanted to hear was God say, okay, I'm in, I'm going to take it away. Mm-hmm. But that's not what he says. Instead, he says the words of this verse. He says, Jesus says to him, my grace is sufficient for my power is made perfect in weakness. I think that phrase, my grace is sufficient, can just sound kind of religious sounding. And I know, I think for me, I used to read it and think, it sounded like he was kind of patting him on the head, like, there, there, you'll be fine. Uh But I don't think that way anymore. Now I realize that what Jesus is saying to him is, I'm going to be enough for you. The grace that I'm going to give you is going to be enough for you to endure the pain 
that I'm not going to take away. So when he says, my grace is sufficient for you, he's saying to Paul, I'm going to provide for you the grace you need in the form and in the timing and in the quantity in which you need it. And I've got to tell you, that's no pat on the head. I mean, no, that's everything, isn't it? That's everything we would want. Yeah, and especially when we're in those moments, we know that special help from the Lord, His presence, that special care, a sense of His presence like we didn't know before. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, here's this promise. I, I, when when we are hurting, I think what this means is we can hear Jesus saying this to us. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're praying for Him to take away some difficult situation or some kind of pain or we're facing something very difficult. And I think this is the verse that for me often takes away the fear out of facing hard things like that mm-hmm. because I can I can look into the future and I can know, okay, so whatever happens, what I do know is that God will give me the grace that I need to endure it faithfully. And he's going to give it to me in the form and the timing and the quantity in which I need it. And honestly, that just really helps with fear about the future. I realize he will be enough for me. And, you know, the second part of it, he says, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You know, a lot of people, when we have something hard happen, we pray for a miracle. We want something supernatural to happen that will fix everything. Right. And I think this verse is saying to you and me, here is the supernatural experience that you can expect to have when the worst thing happens to you. And that is, it says, my power. And a little bit later in the next verse, it says, the power of Christ. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about what this is saying. It's saying that when you face the hardest thing you've ever faced, you can expect that the same power that enabled Jesus to face the cross, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, that kind of power is going to come down and rest on you so that you can endure. And that is the kind of supernatural experience that's offered to all of us. Every one of us can experience this divine grace, this divine power in the midst of the hardest things we can imagine that enables us to endure faithfully, to keep on trusting God, Hmm. to keep from doubting God, to keep resting on God, to keep keep talking to God. This is the grace and the power he's promised to provide. Nancy, why do you think the Lord sets it up this way where his power is perfected, but it's perfected in weakness? Why not another way? (laughs) it's so opposite of the way of the world, isn't it? Because, I mean, we think, okay, the way I want God to work in my life is that I overcome and, you know, that everybody would look and see, oh, I've become this great person or... And yet, if you think about it, that's how God has always worked. Uh, if If we went through the whole Bible, we'd see God always works through the younger brother, the weaker person, the unexpected person. It's just the way he works. And I and I guess I have to say it gives me hope because I'm weak. And in the lowest times of my life, I'm not some great overcomer that looks like good material that he could work through. Instead, I'm needy. And that's the way he has always chosen to work. I, and I think it's mostly because God 
desires to be glorified. He's worthy of getting all the glory in our lives and in the world. And as he works through weak things, weak people in situations of weakness, God is glorified. And because we love him, that makes us happy, deeply happy that he gets glory. Yeah, he is worthy. That's what we want. We want him to get what he is worth, which is Mm -hmm. everything. Nancy, have you seen this verse help and encourage other people? You know, it's kind of a go-to verse for me. Um, My my husband and I, uh, two of our children have died. And so a lot of people contact me when they're facing the death of a child or after they've faced the death of a child. And and maybe they're looking out at some other situation and they are full of fear. And I always go to this verse because I say, Here, here's the promise for you. This is what you can take hold of. He says to you, whatever happens, my grace is going to be enough for you. I'm, I'm going to provide you what you need. And you don't have to face this. You're not facing it alone. And you're not facing it without a resource because you know that I will be there, that I'm going to give you the power you need and the grace you need to endure faithfully whatever happens. Yeah, this verse provides just the promises we need to face our dread, our fear of the unknown, and then to walk through those dark times when they do come. So, Nancy, thank you so much for pointing us to this verse. Would you just take a moment and close our time by praying this verse for us? Lord, we thank you for this promise. We thank you for these words to Paul. It helps us to know that when we pray to you, asking for you to do something supernatural in our lives, that we can hear you speaking these very words to us. We can hear these as a promise to our very lives and that you would say to us, I'm going to be enough for you. And Lord, would you give us the faith to believe it? Would you give us the faith to believe that you will provide us what we need when we need it to to face the worst that the world slings at us? And as you say that your power is made perfect or it's put on display in weakness, Lord, we don't always like feeling weak, being weak. Yet, Lord, we want you to be glorified in this world. And so we pray that as you give us that sufficient grace, that your power, Christ's power at work in our lives would be put on display for the world to see and that you would be glorified. In your name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.